0: So is it kind of like this every day? Just very quiet
1: here? Yeah, it is.
0: Welcome to My Way, a podcast that shares the stories of people who are doing life their way. Listen along as we explore what works, what doesn't, and the experience that happens no matter which path we choose. I'm your host, Sunny Collins. Thanks for listening. Sunny here. Welcome to episode 13 of My Way. This is part one of my conversation with fellow Graytonian and brewer Titenda Chevaura. We sat at a table at the Old Potter's Inn, which is our local brewery here in Grayton. This week, our background noise has switched from birds at a winery to the busy mechanical hum of a brew pub. He was kind enough to sit with me on his birthday, and you can check out the lecker cupcake I gave him on the podcast Cowgirl Facebook and Instagram account. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Okay, so tour.
1: Okay, welcome to the brewery. Thank you. So, this is our small browse. Um, We do uh, 400 liter batches, Um, we have our kettle. Sorry, this is a kettle. This is our mash done. Um, where we do the mashing. Um, we get a grain from Caledon. Uh, pearl mold is mostly from Caledon. Then we also get specialty, specialty molds imported from Germany and uh, Belgium. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we get those from suppliers in Cape Town. Though. We, oh. don't, we don't source them ourselves. Okay. Um, our water is from a spring. So it's. Uh, very pure we don't add anything to it we get the right pH when we do our mashes, so it's the best water for brewing then we also use hops from George and we also get um, a bit of hops from the UK as well and Germany through suppliers as well in in Cape Town so basically we mash in for an hour after mashing in we extract the sugars from from the malt from the grain then we transfer that into our kettle where we boil. Boiling is for killing all the bacteria that's in the um, concentrating the sugars. As well we add in um, hops as well. Okay. So that's where you get the bitterness and the flavor as well depending on what time you add the hops. Um, it also helps with um, protein coagulation so we get a clearer product at the end. All that protein drops out as hot straw. So the next stage will be transferring the wort. We call it wort now, to the fermenters, which is what I'm doing right now. Okay. It goes through this here. Goes through a heat exchanger.
0: Okay.
1: So the the wort has been boiling, so this cools it down to required uh, temperature, which is 19 degrees Celsius for our ales. So what's cooling it down is uh, cold water from outside. Okay. So there's an exchange of heat from hot beer in. It comes out as cold beer. And cold water in comes out as hot water. Okay. The hot water, which we'll use for the next brew. So after the, we're transferring, we add the yeast in. Uh, ferment for at least a week. That's the primary fermentation. Drop down the temperature. call it cold crushing for clarity, because we don't filter. So when we cold crash, all the filter uh, settles at the bottom, and we just take it out gradually. Then after 21 days, the beer is ready for for drinking.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the whole process, all in all, takes
1: at least 21 days, 21 days. For our ales and for our lagers, six weeks. Okay. And
0: so that that very strong smell, what is that?
1: Um, that should be the boiling hops in the in the kettle. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, My name is Tatenda. I'm a brewer. Just turned 32 today, and um, I've been brewing for the past four years, I think. Brewing is a passion for me, and it's not something that I always knew I wanted to do. But when I started doing it, I Kept on asking myself why I didn't start earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what brought you to Grayton?
1: Grayton, Trevor, Trevor Gen- Gentles, he's the uh, owner of the, the brewery. And funny story, we met on Facebook. Um, okay. He advertised for a brewer, and I came here for an interview, fell in love with the place, and was fortunate enough to get the job as well. So.
0: And when did you come for the interview?
1: I was in um, end of August last year, so it's, uh, it's, it's been almost a year in Greatton. In okay, yes.
0: and so what do you think after being here for a year?
1: I love it. Um, It's got its challenges, mm-hmm. but I, I am enjoying Greaton. I could see myself staying here for, for much longer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Where and when were you born?
1: I was born in Queque in Zimbabwe mm-hmm. uh, on the 14th of August in 1986.
0: And what's your first memory?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's, it's something that I, I never thought of. I think my first memory is moving from our first house. Um, in
0: Zimbabwe? In
1: Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but uh, before that, I don't remember anything from our previous house. I just remember the day that we got into the car and everyone was just packing up things. And I think I was four I'm not quite sure then.
0: So talk about your family.
1: Um, I come from a family of, of teachers. Uh, my dad and my mom are teachers, primary school teachers uh, and my sister as well she also took followed the, uh, the path. She's also a primary school teacher. It's just the, the four of us. I'm the only one who's not uh, teaching I mm-hmm. I'm brewing mm-hmm. as you know here. Yeah.
0: And where is your family now?
1: My family are in Zimbabwe. Okay. Um, both my parents are still in Kwekwe, mm-hmm. where I grew up, and my sister is in a town called Marundera. Okay. Yes.
0: And how often do you get to see them?
1: Um I haven't seen them in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um it's been it's been a year since I last okay. saw them, yeah. Okay. But I'm planning on going to see them soon.
0: What are your parents like?
1: My father is as quiet. I would, I would call him a quiet man, very humble, very patient. My mom not so quiet, but uh, very lovable, mm-hmm. and uh, she's very loving as well. They they, they complement each other. They they're not like uh, they're not the same. They're opposites in a way, but they, they complement each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you are more like one parent than the other?
1: I feel like I took um, more traits from my dad, being more laid back and uh, not uh, taking everything too seriously. Just, yeah.
0: And are they... Are they excited for you? Do they think, oh, why, why can't he just be a teacher like the rest <laughs> of us? What is he doing making all this beer? <laughs> um,
1: at first I thought they wouldn't um, understand, uh, but uh, they've been very supportive. Uh-huh. Even when I was studying for the diploma, they were very helpful. Something that I didn't expect, uh, I come from... Uh, Strong Christian background, Okay. and uh, alcohol isn't one of those things that any parent would be happy to have their child get into. Yeah. But they have been supportive, and uh, for me, it's 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 the passion behind the whole process pushes me, not the actual alcohol. Itself. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But the
0: science of it, the process of making it, absolutely, yeah. I understand that. And do you think that your parents your sister will taste your beer
1: no I no don't you don't think, think so so.
0: <laughs> so did you have any heroes or role models when you were a child
1: growing up I think I was more into sports um, followed a lot of uh, football soccer we call it soccer yeah. mm-hmm. and I uh, think my role model then was in a time. okay um, for a funny reason, though. Um, everyone liked uh, Brazil, and they beat Brazil, and he scored twice. So he just became my, my hero. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it was more like the underdog, you know, beating the the favorite. And I always thought of myself as an underdog. And from then on, I, I followed him. Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: And so why do you see yourself as an underdog?
1: I feel like I'm not a very... Uh, open person easy to talk to person so people tend to judge me as and I, I think people don't tend to quite know me not because it's their fault but it's just who i am i i, I don't open up easily so i tend to think that people look down on me in a way mm. and i always like to prove people wrong but not in a in a bad way just yeah. you know just i my my favorite motto is let your works show yes yeah
0: This episode of My Way has been brought to you by beer. Whenever you're feeling bitter, think of beer. Recorded on papyrus, beer is the oldest recipe in the world. This fermented beverage, thought to be at least 10,000 years old, likely originated in the Middle East and made its way into the religious ceremonies of the Egyptians. Plato said, he is a wise man who invented beer. And he wasn't wrong. Thousands of years later, clever German monks opted for wild hops over the traditional malted barley. Adding equal parts prayer and chemistry, the modern beer was born. For the last nearly 900 years, these OG monks are still killing it today with their award-winning recipes. In many cases, beer was preferred over water, as the latter was often contaminated. Beer was ideal for long journeys. In fact, Part of the reason the Mayflower crew landed at Plymouth Rock in the U.S. was due to their dwindling supply of beer, thought to be the only safe liquid to drink. Today there are close to 20,000 breweries in the world with 94% designated as craft breweries. With now over 200 brew pubs, South Africa has seen an explosion of microbreweries in the last few years. From top-fermenting ales to the bottom-fermenting lagers, you're sure to find anything from a pilsner to a porter to reflect your clear mind or cloudy judgment. Beer, the cure for what ails you. When you were young, what did you Envision yourself becoming when you grew up.
1: I thought I'd be working in a lab. Really? Yeah. Um,
0: what kind of a lab?
1: I used to think maybe not not a lab as such, maybe a pharmacy or okay. something like that. Yeah. Especially in high school when I had to uh, choose what to do uh, next or what I had to like specialize, I chose uh, the field that I went to. Because I thought maybe pharmacy was was going to be the the, the path for me. I...
0: So when you were in school, did you enjoy science the most?
1: Yes, yes, I, I did. I enjoyed science the most. It was more of um, something that just came to me that I just understood, um, and it wasn't that I put more effort into science, but it was just something that I was. Free-flowing for flow me. So you felt like yeah.
0: naturally good at science. Yeah. It just came to you. It just
1: came
0: to you. That's nice. So how was school for you overall as a kid?
1: School was OK. I I enjoyed it for most of the part. High school, not really. It was an issue of boarding school that I didn't like that much. You know, being away from family for a long time Periods of time and just seeing them for short periods of time, but generally it was it was okay. First few months it was horrible. I remember I used to cry a lot, but then after that you kind of get used to it and it becomes part of life. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess that in itself it also kind of molds you as well as a yeah. human being, and yeah.
0: Do you think that that experience with boarding school had anything to do with sort of your nature as a person now, sort of less likely to kind of come into a room and start talking to people, you kind of hold back a little bit?
1: I think so, definitely. Yeah. I think um, they played a a big role. Hmm.
0: So talk about beer, talk about your relationship with beer, how, why.
1: So my relationship with Bio started um, in college. As part of my degree, I had to do a, uh, what's the word that they use now, as an intern.
0: Intern. Yes.
1: So during my year as an intern, I worked in a lab. So like I said earlier, I thought that I would end up working in that sort of environment, but I ended up um, not liking it or hating it. And I remember at one time I was talking with my cousin, I was saying with a, a cousin, and, uh, and I told her, I think I'm just gonna quit my degree and start on something else. I, I don't see why I'm doing this, I, I hate it. But what
0: did it, you hate about it?
1: It was, um, there was no creativity in what I was doing. I know brewing is doing the same thing, but you try different things, you know, and get different results, get different reactions from people. But for this lab, um, we were just um, testing for certain bacteria and certain products. And it was that that uh, type of a lab where you're doing routine checks because you have to, but you know your, your product, the cycle, it's uh, kind of relatively safe, so you're not expecting to, to find any anything. So it was during that time, um, my sister just told me just to be principled enough to finish what I started. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Good advice. <laughs> and um, I remember reading a magazine, and on one in one of the articles, there was a woman who had done the same um, program that I was doing, um, she went for SAB. She had just become the youngest master brewer for SAB. Then I said to myself, well that could be an option. So uh, I started reading around brewing and right from the start it, I was just fascinated about it. Um, when we went back to college for the final year.
0: Mm. And where were you in college?
1: Um, it's called Midland State University okay. in Quero, in, in, Cueru, mm-hmm. in So when I went back for final year, um, most of the modules I did were food science related because i wanted to learn more about brewing and even my dissertation was on something to do with brewing so i started looking for a job my dad had a friend who worked at a brewery but a traditional beer brewery in quake and i offered to go in and help it was a walking distance from home so i'd just walk in the morning go there spend the day helping out go back home and I didn't get paid or anything, but I just enjoyed doing it. Then to my benefit that helped was when they looked for a microbiologist for the lager plant in Arari, the manager from that place referred me and I got the job. So that, okay. that's when I started working at a brewery. So from then on that's where it all started. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did you do anything before becoming a, is it, it's called a master brewer, or a brewmaster?
1: So it, it depends on how you, you look at it, okay? Um, I don't fit myself as a brewmaster, because my qualification is I did a diploma with the Institute of Brewing and Distilling, so I use a brewer, that's my title. Okay. Then someone who does the masters in brewing
0: ah, would okay. be the
1: master brewer. That's how I look at it. Others look at it as uh, the head brewer for a brewery, responsible for the recipes and everything. So you're the master brewer of that establishment. Mm -hmm. I think the German one, qualification is different as well because they do quite a lot of apprenticeship before they become brewers. And I think once they attain that uh, qualification or diploma, They are referred to as as master brewers. Okay. Um, I see myself as a brewer, and I see myself as someone who is still learning. And maybe one day I might become one
0: master brewer. Okay. It sounds like you could very easily do that. Describe a typical day or week as a brewer.
1: Um, There's not for for brewery like us, There's not much uh, brewing going on. So we brew probably twice a week, twice or three times a week. But um, on the other days, uh, the other times, it's mostly cleaning, kegging, bottling, and we collect our grain, our ingredients as So we drive to get our water, drive to get our, our bottles, our malt and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's it's. It's a bit of brewing and a lot of cleaning and preparing for brewing and bottling and cleaning.
0: If you were to assign a percentage, the percentage of being a brewer, how much is actually brewing?
1: Maybe 30%.
0: 30%, okay. All right, that's higher than I thought. And what do you find is one of the most rewarding things about being a brewer?
1: For me, the most rewarding thing about being a brewer is... The reaction you, you see on someone's face when they taste your beer for the first time and they actually love it and they tell you that this is a good beer or it's the best beer they've ever had and also not only that and you get people who also keep coming back and just have become your loyal uh, say, customers who keep on telling you how good your beer is. Your beer is wigging, in, week out because I think one of the most important things is consistency. If you can get people coming back and having your regulars for certain brands, it's also something that's really satisfying.
0: Thanks for joining me for part one of my conversation with fellow Graytonian and brewer, Tatenda Chevalra. Join me next time for part two as we talk more about what it takes to be a brewer, the types of beers he brews, and what he feels is the best thing about Zimbabwe. Don't forget to follow at Podcast Cowgirl on Facebook and Instagram for photos and updates associated with our podcast. You can also email us at podcastcowgirl at gmail.com. See you next week.